Let's check in with John Cooper now, former Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. Very pleased to welcome him back to the show. Hey, John, thanks for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. I've been enjoying some time off. So <laughs> That's nice to hear, John. Thank you for taking the time for us here today. Let's talk about the uh, about Lost Lagoon in Stanley Park here. And as listeners heard in the news there, the dead fish washing up on the shore of Lost Lagoon, floating in the lagoon, a lot of dead carp down there. This has happened before, right? Yeah, it has happened before, but I think we're seeing this across our system. You know, we've had uh, you know, wrecked a lot of sun, not much water. But the, the, what's happened across the city is the park board has turned off all of the water features, basically, that were fed by potable water. So you've got, you know, South Memorial Park Pond is dry, Vanier Park Pond is dry, Jericho Park Ponds are, you know, dry. Lost Lagoon, of course, always used to get some water added to it. And when you stop adding that water, Additionally, we used to have a fountain there that created some aeration in the water. Yeah. So I think that I think there's two things that are going on there. I'm not an expert on this, but it just common sense would lead me to believe that if you shut off the water, that all these features that we've created across the city, which have become habitat for nature for ducks, like ducks use a liter of water a day. Um, so what are these? You know, now these ducks are all all, all these animals are really going to be forced to the. Uh, you know, strata ponds and things like that, that that have recirculating features. John, tell me about the, the fountain at Lost Lagoon in Stanley Park. How long has that been turned off for now? Oh, that's been off for a long time. Um, I've pushed various times to try and get it restarted, and there's never been the capital to do it. It was, uh, I think it was refurbished in 1986 for the centennial of Vancouver, uh, but it's fallen into disrepair, and it's, it's, I would say it's probably at least 10 years uh, it's been off. And that, you know, that was another nice feature we had in the city. But I'm really concerned about this um, situation across our city where all these ponds, which are enjoyed so much by folks, um, you know, in the, in the parks, are now going dry. And they're, you know, it's creating a lot of unintended consequences. I, I think the city yeah. needs to show some flexibility. Well, especially in the, the heat and drought conditions that we're experiencing right now. And it's very troubling to go into our our crown jewel of a park in Vancouver and see dead fish floating in, in Lost Lagoon. And, and the, park, the park board did put out a statement that low oxygen levels may be part of the, part of the problem here. But, like, you know, if you got a fountain going, that's got to oxygenate the water, doesn't it? Well, it, absolutely. I mean, it, it seems yeah. to be uh, common sense. Um, yeah. Uh, what we, we know that we use a lot of water. We, Metro uses 390 billion liters of water. This park board uses about 2% of the city's water. Now, that's largely because the park board has 80% of the buildings, public buildings in the city. And, of course, they use water. And, we you know, the park board has pools and that sort of thing. But in 2017, the park board approved this water conservation plan. But at the time, there was supposed to be a condition assessment and inventory and deliver a plan on how we would add recirculating features. If you go on the City of Vancouver website, which is now, what, uh, five years later, it basically says, check back later for a version of the final plan. So we're still waiting for that one. And uh, now we're seeing the effect, and I think people should be upset, uh, not just yeah. for themselves, but for the, for the wildlife we've, we've created these places for in the city.
Yeah, for sure. I think it is upsetting, for sure. My guest is John Cooper, former Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. Okay, John, let's talk a little bit about the Park Board budget here, and I find it very interesting to take a look at this plan that's been put in front of the Park Board, the Think Big strategy, as it's called, and Park Board saying they're looking for some new revenue sources to maintain Vancouver's parks and, and recreation spaces. So, you know, you know, anytime you start talking about... You know, sponsored corporate sponsorships or user fees. You're going to get you're going to get a fight over this. But what do you think of these ideas? Maybe corporate sponsorships in some of the parks, user fees, uh, more food and beverage options could raise some money. Uh, advertising opportunities in in the parks. Do you think this is a good idea? Well, I think the first place you have to look before you get into the discussion is how much of the park board budget is funded by the city and how much is funded now by other sources. And right now. Only 54% of the park board budget is funded by the city. The other 46 is from revenue they already get from the public. Now, if you compare that to Calgary, Calgary gets 65% of tax money for their park system. You look at Surrey at 67, you look at Toronto at 71, San Francisco 74, and in New York, 90%. Only 10% of the revenue of the money for the parks in New York come from these fees and charges. The rest come from taxes. So the big fundamental problem is the city underfunds the park board, in my opinion, by at least $20 million uh, operationally every year. And that, that's the start of it. Now, we have always had, you know, um, businesses in our parks, um, you know, yeah. for years. We've got Cactus Club in, in English Bay, the Boathouse, the Galley Patio in Jericho, Tap and Barrel at Creekside, Stanley Park Brewing, the Tea House, Prospect Point, all these places – you know, we have them in our, some of them, usually what happens is the park board builds the facility and then there's a leasehold improvement by the person who, and then we get a, we were getting a percentage of the revenue. I think what they're talking about now is something a little bit different. They're talking about actually full public private partnerships so that the, uh, the corporation would, would perhaps build the, the facility and uh, the park board would have a share in it. So that's a little bit different than what's done in the past. Um, I think, you know, based on the fact that the park board is so badly underfunded, I can understand why they're looking in this direction. Um, There was a rest. There was a concession strategy we did in uh, 2015, 2016, I think when I was the chair. And uh, there was supposed to be work done, in fact. uh, But all we've really seen so far is a few new improved menu items. There is a restaurant already approved on the steps that go down from Canada Place to Coal Harbor. And there was, I think there was requests for proposals went out for that, but nothing's, nothing's happened there. It just seems to have gone dead. So, yeah, there's lots of opportunity, uh, but I think it has to be carefully managed. What would you say, like, I, I, we've talked about this issue in the past, and I remember you always get an argument from people who say you should keep corporations out, there should not be commercial development in the parks, but, you know, some of the ideas that are under consideration now are, like, green green adventures, they've been called, like, zip lines and and paddle boarding in some of the parks maybe get some in, indigenous businesses involved is there is there a danger of commercializing or over corporatizing our parks or is this something that you think you know it's not a bad thing to look at uh, i think you could look at some of those things for instance um you know there's a canopy walkout at ubc i think it's uh, fairly popular um I was when I was the chair. We did a temporary zip line at Kiwi Park. It was never meant to be permanent. And if you did one, I would not do it in the place that we did it. I would do it somewhere in 
on the other side of the park. But I think people are looking for things to do in, in Vancouver. And I think uh, there hasn't been a lot of excitement, a lot of new things for a long time. Yeah. And we just seem to be barely able to hang on to what we've got, you know. And uh, I think that people, I think, I think we should be open to, to more ideas. And, uh, you know, I think you can, I think you can handle it and manage it uh, properly. Uh, you know, we have, you know, partners in our golf courses, in our concessions. We have partners right. in all these restaurants now. It works quite well. If anything, I think the previous park board was really so negative to business with what they did in Stanley Park. I mean, some of those businesses were basically forced to close. Uh, yeah. They were just starting, they're just starting to come back online. Yeah. How do you think most taxpayers would, would feel about it? Because th- those were some interesting comparators that you listed there in other jurisdictions where they seem to have more taxpayer support for some of these urban parks in other cities. But Vancouver taxpayers are, you know, they're overburdened as it is. Maybe it's a better idea to look for these other revenue sources rather than jack up more taxes. Yeah, I, well, I don't think you have to jack up taxes. I mean, we know that uh, I think the, we saw a study where $230 million of uh, the city's budget was going to things other than things that were their responsibility. So I don't think it's so much needing more money. I think the, I think it's how it's spent. And, uh, you know, the, I've talked about that for a long time, but I, and I don't think we're seeing any change in how that money's being spent. And I think that's fundamentally where it has to where it has to happen, because all the surveys say people, you know, they love the parks. They want them to be well funded. They want them to be well looked after. And, and uh, I think we need uh, council. And there's some you know, previous park commissioners, uh, Sarah Kirby Young, that's on council. She knows quite well that the park board is underfunded, but I haven't seen any action to uh, to try and uh, change that. John, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks very much, yeah. Mike. You bet. Thanks a lot. John Cooper there, former Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. He's the former chair of the Park Board.